Hi, this is Julie. And I'm Lisa. And welcome to Two Sober Chicks. Welcome back. Thanks a lot for tuning in. Uh, You can find us on Facebook. You can send us your topic suggestions and any comments you might have on the podcast to our email address, which is the number two, soberchicks at gmail.com. We love your emails, comments, questions. We have a couple today that, which is what's really fun is Lisa usually reads them to me live. That so my reactions are conversational. Yeah. And they're real. They're real, they're real. live and in the moment. Yeah. So I was going back through a list of a bunch of our emails and I came across Catherine's from the Rugby UK. She's yes. the one who really loved God-sized hole and Uranus. Those were actual podcast titles. Um girl after our own hearts. <laughs> yes. And at that time, she was celebrating 148 days sober. So I thought it'd be fun to check in. So Catherine from the UK, we want to know, how many days are you celebrating today? Yes. So let us know. And if you are celebrating and you're listening and you would like us to give you a shout out, you can even just send us a quick little email with your first name and your sobriety date and how many days you're celebrating or years you're celebrating. We'd be happy to give you a shout out. Mm -hmm. Like Dina. This this one came from Facebook. It was a comment, uh, or maybe a messenger comment, and it just said that uh, she just got her four-month chip. Yay! And when they, you know how they say four months, does anyone have four months? She stood up and yelled, bingo! Oh, that's so cute! (laughs) All right, so, and she also has a, a topic suggestion, which I maybe will put there. She wants to talk about the promises coming true, so we'll put that in the topic jar. Okay. Um... Um, oh, that's another thing that I wanted to say later. And this one is from Eva in Dublin. Dublin. She she says, thank you so much uh, for the updated podcast. I almost crashed the car when I heard you read (laughs) out my email. Yay! (laughs) Defo, I guess that's uh, Irish. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. for, For definitely. Okay. Um, the closest thing to having God personally call me up. Aww. Haha, mm. <laughs> it was deadly. You girls are fucking amazing. Julie spoke as if she knew what was going on in my soul. <gasps> oh my gosh. The power of your podcast just astounds me. Please never give up on your global souls. Wishing you both the very best. Oh, thank <clears throat> you so much. So nice. That's really sweet. Um, and then this one is along the same vein, which is, it's so nice. I, we are getting such love from all of you gals. So thank you so much for your continued support, for listening, for sharing the podcast. Mm-hmm. Angelica writes us again to tell us that, um, she is sharing our podcast with all of her sobriety sisters That's in awesome. California yeah. and Shauna, not Sienna. Uh, <laughs> See? I knew that was another possibility. Shauna, we're so sorry for butchering your name. And thankfully, we didn't scare her away. She wrote us as well. So this She's one's probably from... like, who? That sounds like me, but that's not my name. So <laughs> she was like, oh my God, I have that same problem. I'm afraid to call <laughs> girls up in the program for fear that I might sound crazy. And that was your email. We just butchered your name. So she says, thank you, ladies. You have empowered me. Lisa, I am dropping F-bombs all over the place, and it feels fucking awesome. And I have made the calls, admitted I'm feeling crackerjacks, and received love and acceptance for my efforts. Oh my gosh, that makes me so happy. We knew, we knew that the ladies in AA would not let you down. Thank you for reminding me that I need to be rigorously honest, Mm -hmm. whatever I'm feeling. It's what I'm feeling, and I accept it. Hmm. And Julie, I appreciate your addressing clinical depression. 
Some of us need to be on medication. It's mm-hmm. not a cop-out. It's a fact. Yep. Thank you for making it clear. I love you gals. I listen every day. You're getting me through some very challenging times and I'm grateful for your podcasts. I will be on my knees daily praying for God to continue to bless you and your efforts to be of service. Shauna, you're you're making us cry. Oh, you just made Julie's day. Uh, Much love from your sober sister, Shauna. That's phonetically S-H-A-W-N-A. That's not how you spell it. But anyway, thanks, Shauna. We really appreciate that. Absolutely. And then I checked in with the lady who we first heard from when we first started the podcast, and we haven't heard from her in a while, and her name was Erica. Mm -hmm. And she sends us this email. As always, you are both right on time. Today is day 363 of my my continuous journey in sobriety. This is good. Oh, thank you. (laughs) No man, no woman, no pills, no alcohol, no self-harm, no meth, no coke, no marijuana, no black, i.e. heroin, no cigarettes. It's important for me to list them all, as I used to believe in having multiple clean and sober dates. (laughs) But that craziness, that insanity, is where my disease lived. So yes, this Sunday... Um, October 21st is my clean and sober date. With my higher powers grace, I'll have one year. And yesterday, a woman walked up to me and asked me to sponsor her in a meeting. No way! So right now, as we are recording this, she is meeting with that sponsee, her very first sponsee for the very first time. So that's pretty cool. That's Love to hear how, cool. how that went. Yeah. Um, and she went to a rem- women's retreat. Remember that? And she was asking for some advice and she was scared about going. And you gave her the suggestion of bring some treats, bring some snacks. Okay. <laughs> she took that advice and she said, and you'll never guess what. Um, she's on the committee for next year. That happens. Yep. And she finally found a God of my own understanding on that retreat in private meditation. I remembered that as a child, I once knew God. Oh my God. Goosies. I know. <clears throat> wow. Um, as I sit here typing this, looking back on the last 363 days, I am overcome with tears uh, of for women such as yourselves, my home group, my sponsor, my fellowship, my higher power, who openly and authentically shared their experiences, strength, and hope, as well as those who saw in me what I could not see or was unable to see in myself. I am humbled and thankful. Um, and... Praying you are both spiritually fed for another 24. Oh, and one last thing. Uh, Oh, she went through a surgery and uh, she walked through that with her higher power, the steps, her sponsor, fellowship, and your podcasts. Um, And she just said, you know, I'm so grateful. Today is eight weeks post-surgery and it's uh, making the recovery is making the impossible plausible. So that's wonderful. That was great. Surgery is really hard for people in recovery because a lot of us don't want to touch the painkillers and it can be a really tricky road to travel. So that is not an easy feat. I was in a massive accident accident at seven months sober, nearly destroyed my whole left leg and I had to take T3s um, every four hours, which pills were never my problem. But it was definitely a concern for me. And I know people that have had to go through oral surgery and other surgeries that were addicted to opiates and terrified that it would awaken a part of their addiction. So if any of you out there are worried about that or are going to go through something like that, stick close to your sponsor. Try and find other people in the program that have been through similar things you've been through. Uh, notify your doctors so they know your concerns. Talk to everybody on the team because you can do it. It's not impossible. Mm-hmm. Don't not get surgery or something you need done because of this worry about meds. 
and don't not take some sort of um, pain um, medication. Well, don't suffer. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's worse for your sobriety. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But like Julie just said, if you work with a physician and, you know, and that comes with honesty. If you're honest and open with your uh, physician and the team of surgeons and you let them know, look, it's not a good idea for you to give me uh, Oxycontin Mm -hmm. prescriptions. Um, because I'm going to say that I need a lot more and you'll just continue writing me those scripts. And next thing you know, I'm back out there. So, but it can be managed in other ways. Yeah. There's, you can take tramadol or whatever the other alternatives are to something that's like a heavy duty. What's the other one? Oxys and, uh, Perks. Percocet. Yeah. Yeah, Morphine. Yeah. All that fun stuff. Oh, so if you didn't know two days ago, it was legal here. Is it all of Canada or just Ontario? All of Canada. So all of Canada, it is now, cannabis has now been legalized. So we are just in the baby steps first days of what that means for us up here. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know which way it's going to go, but it was mentioned the other day at our home group by a woman who did the slogans saying that she's really had to keep an open mind. She was doing the slogans saying, I really have to keep an open mind because when I shut my mind, I'm in trouble. And this is now a reality for us. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to have to keep an open mind because if I don't, I'm going to walk down the street angry all the time. And that's (laughs) not good for me. Right. So I thought, and she works in the field of Mm. addictions. So I really liked and respected her. Um, feelings and opinions on that slogan. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because I did want to touch on that again too because I thought at the end of that podcast I think I was like oh I have to stop talking about this I'm getting angry and uh, the last thing I ever want to um, come off as is um, a teetotaler or uh, someone who judges other people for their activities. Mm. Um, you're not me. If you can drink without harm and without your life blowing up, then more power to you. And there are people out there who smoke marijuana recreationally. Um, for me, it wasn't my experience. Um, alcohol was my gateway drug, my first addiction. And then that just opened the door to other things. Yeah. And what I found was it didn't matter what I took. Um, if it was something that altered my state of mind mm-hmm. and body, I became addicted to it. I became addicted to that feeling. So for me, when I was just uh, upset with the, oh my God, today's the first day that um, marijuana is legal in Canada, I was really just, I guess, talking from a place of fear that, and we talked about this afterwards, um, I can go to a bar. I don't choose to hang out in bars anymore, but I can go to a bar. Let's say a friend of mine is having a birthday party celebration and they're having it at a pub and there's booze around. That's fine. I can go there because I can choose to leave at any time mm-hmm. I want. Plus, when you're drinking a beer, you're not also pouring it down my throat. So that was my concern with the public spaces and, uh, you know, I don't have any problem with marijuana being legalized. Um, I also know that they can take out the hallucinogenic um, part of it yeah. and it's CBD oil. Yeah. When you take CBD oil, you're not getting high, but it's a great uh, medicinal alternative for pain. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to clarify that a little bit, that yeah. I wasn't being judgmental. If you smoke marijuana and you are not addicted to it, then have fun. By all means. <laughs> yep. Yep. <clears throat> but that unfortunately was not my experience. Yeah. So Um, Another thing we talked about um, in one of our podcasts this week was um, sponsorship. And uh, I said, uh, um, unsolicited advice is just an amends waiting to happen. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. So I uh, like that. I think that's what I titled it on on, uh, iTunes. So, um, and I wanted to say something that I had forgotten to say that day was, which was um, just a reminder that sponsors are humans. 
and we are on the same journey that the newcomer is. We're just a little farther along sometimes, but that doesn't mean we have all the answers, yeah. and it doesn't mean that we're perfect. Um, so my advice is don't put your sponsor on a pedestal. Um, they're human just like you are too. So, and I love it. I was very lucky because with this person that um, I made my mistake with, um, when I made my amends, they were very gracious and uh, they accepted. And thanks to you, I was able to say, is there anything else that I missed or what mm -hmm. can I do to make this better? And uh, we've just carried on. Mm -hmm. And it's just like it never happened. Um, <clears throat> actually, it's it's like it happened and it's now better because it happened. Well, that's nice. Because there's um, there's a boundary for me in place. Yeah. And I'm really working on saying in my mind, oh, she didn't ask you for your opinion. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Don't offer it. Mm -hmm. um, so I wait for that opportunity. Um, and hopefully, as sponsors, we continue to grow too. I was talking to my sponsor the other day and he said that's exactly his experience, you know. He has uh, a certain way of thinking and a certain way of doing something and then 11 years down the road that changes. And he's and he does sponsor a little bit differently today. Oh yeah, I sponsor differently ago. now than I did 5 years ago for sure. And Sharon, our friend Sharon was talking about um she heard a speaker say I never say fire. Why don't you talk about that? I never say fire a sponsee. So for me um I, I don't mean it in terms of firing someone. She heard a speaker, I believe, talk about how, what do you mean you're firing someone? You don't pay this person. This person is kind. They're dedicating their time to you. They're trying to help you. Like, you don't get to fire someone. You're not in a position of authority to do that. And so the language I think that was preferred was, it's just not working out or, or whatever mm -hmm. it is. I can't remember the specifics. Um, I personally don't have an opinion about firing or not firing. Yeah. However you choose to label it, sometimes it just doesn't work out. Yeah. Firing a sponsee for, like, quote-unquote, firing a sponsee. Uh, I, the way I do it is I've had several sponsees that I just never hear from again. Mm -hmm. I'm not calling them up and saying, you know what? You're not calling me or you're not doing the things that... It, it doesn't matter to me. You don't me. need to do that. Yeah, it just you happens. You don't need to. Organically. I just, I let it slip away and I always welcome them back. And every once in a while I'll send out a text saying, hey, thinking of you, how are you doing? Yeah. But where I have to draw the line, and we talked about this in another podcast, is when someone is taking advantage of your time and not, um, I don't want to say taking suggestions, but if someone's taking advantage of your time and you're putting in all the time and they're not, and they yes. keep coming at you with the same stuff and not, then I think you can say, you know what, this just isn't working for me. Mm -hmm. Maybe I can better serve somewhere else or maybe somebody would be more appropriate for you. Like if you keep coming at me with relationship things and I keep saying, let's look at your part and you keep coming to me with relationship issues and it's all about yeah. the other person. I'm just going to keep saying, well, we need to look at your part. And eventually you're probably just going to get tired out and move on because I'm not telling you what you want to hear. That's something that I learned. I used to think that I had to let people go. Like this isn't just working out. Yeah. So now I'm just working on letting it happen organically Yeah. and um, not getting frustrated and just sticking to, you know, it's about you. This program is about us and it's about what we can change, which is our own behavior and our own actions and our own thoughts, not other people. Yeah. <clears throat> Something else I was going to say. Oh, um, so Karen and Sharon both mentioned something along the lines of when a sponsor lets a sponsee go or a sponsee says, it, you know, it's not working out for me anymore, a nicer way, or they look at it as maybe a release. I, I've released them from service. Okay. Or, you know, you're free to go and work with somebody else. Okay. And I think the way Sharon had mentioned this woman speaker um, putting it was simply... Um, our relationship has changed. 
Mm-hmm. We have a different relationship today. It was sponsor sponsee, and now we are just two sisters in sobriety, or we sure. are women in recovery together. Yeah, because um, that does change the relationship too. So I thought that was kind of an, a nice, gentle way of putting it. Yeah, I refer to it as being dumped, and I'm totally fine with that term. <laughs> I've been dumped before as a sponsee. It's all good. Yeah. Well, and sometimes getting dumped is exactly what we need. You know. Yeah. Having the person say, you know what? I don't think I can help you. I'm, I've given you all the tools. I've given you all the things that worked for me. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's not, if that's not working for you, then perhaps maybe somebody else can help you. Yeah. So I recently had a sponsee who I was, who chose to work with someone else come back and ask me to work with her again. And I felt terrible saying no, but I just knew I couldn't take it on. And I saw her at a meeting the other mm-hmm. day and everything was great. And that was hard. It's hard for me to say no to people. Um, but I just knew in my gut and in my soul, I just don't have time to take on anybody new. And I'm so glad that it didn't change our relationship. And we were just as happy to sit together and be together. Mm-hmm. And I love that I could be honest with her and yeah. I didn't have to suffer consequences for saying what worked for me. Yeah. Like losing her altogether. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Um, when I came to Luke the second time, the one thing I wasn't sure if he was going to take me back or not as his sponsee. And the one thing he, um, asked me was what's different this time. Mm -hmm. And I was like, ouch, (laughs) but he paused and he waited and he's qualifying. I I had to fill up the silence. I'm like, okay, what is different this time? And then I told him, and then he said, okay, find a meeting tonight near you and I'll meet you there. Tell me when it is, where it is, and I'll meet you there. And that's That's wonderful. So I must've said something that made him realize, okay, I'm hearing something different. She wants it now. She's willing to work for it. Yeah. Um, That brings us to the end of Two Sober Chicks for today. Uh, We do have a ton more emails and topics that have come in. So we are so grateful for your responses and for your continued feedback. Thank you, sisters and brothers in sobriety. We really appreciate your support of Two Sober Chicks. Please keep those emails coming at the number two soberchicks at gmail.com. Visit us on Facebook, on Instagram, Twitter. What's our handle on Instagram? Same. Two sober sober chicks. Nice. Yep. It's awesome. Yeah. All right. Have a great 24. I'm Lisa. I'm Julie. Bye.